0: All right, so we're so excited to have Vanessa here with us today. This is Vanessa Archer, yes, and she's joining us to share a very special (laughs) testimonial. We have yet to do a testimonial on this show, so it's exciting, Um, and it's going to resonate with so many different people. I have yet to hear the whole thing, so I'm really excited, but from what I know, you have a word of hope and encouragement for just about anyone out there, (laughs) right? Yes. Right on,
1: yes. Mm -hmm. And she shared with our ladies, if you're in Northeastern Ohio, on the second Saturday of every month, we do have our ladies' breakfast, New Creation Woman. And we meet, and it's free, 9 to 11, here at at Touch Heaven Church. So just gonna put that plug, if you're in uh, (laughs) Western PA, Northeastern Ohio, Vanessa did share and it was awesome. So that's why I'm so glad that you're with us today.
2: Yeah, the breakfast is always so powerful. I look forward to them. I really do. Um, Okay, well, I guess I'll just begin at my childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, So I grew up in an alcoholic home. My mom was an alcoholic. My dad was an addict. Um, You know, they were stuck in the bondage of addiction. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's how I grew up. And My mom was in a lot of abusive relationships. You know, she um, was, my mom wasn't abusive towards us. She was just absent, you know, because of the alcoholism. Um, She just wasn't there at all. And my dad, he left the picture and didn't come back till I was 16. So there was a lot of men in and out of her life, you know, needless to say, not good men. (laughs) So there was a lot of abuse in, um, in my childhood that me and my sister had suffered. But, um, you know, it was just, uh, you know, when my mom was going through everything she went through, you know, I could just look in her eyes and I knew that there was something wrong. I knew that it wasn't her, you know, and that's it. And that's how it is with addiction. It overcomes you and it just completely consumes your life. And at the age of nine, you know, I would just look in her eyes and I would I would see that change happen, you know, when she would when she would start drinking and. So that was normal for me. I grew up as a teenager and, you know, I always swore I wouldn't be like her. Mm -hmm. But when you, (laughs) when you grow up in that life, you know, um, it's just, it's natural. Well, you know, if I do a little bit of this, you know, that's not a big deal or a little bit of that, it's not a big deal, you know, so I started with I started with marijuana and, you know, just drinking a little bit, but you know, I still was never gonna be like her. You know, and you draw that line in the sand and yeah. I've really learned, don't ever draw that line in the sand cause you'll cross it. Yeah. Um yeah. So, as a teenager, that's when I started partying and, uh, and it just escalated from there. It really did, uh, I think, uh, Um, when I moved with my dad is when things got worse, Mm -hmm. but, uh, shortly after that, I had met Brandon, (laughs) which that really changed things. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we got sober because he was in the party life also. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was still partying, but we got clean and we got married Mm -hmm. and had kids. So, you know, at that point I was like, okay, I can be the mom that I want to be, you yeah. know? Because yeah. it's yeah. it's so hard when you come out of that life and you don't want to do anything to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Brandon really, he drew me out of that life. Wow. And, uh, you know, um, that we started going to church at that point. Mm-hmm. In my childhood, I never, you know, I never went to church. No. God had no place in our home, obviously. Yeah. Um, And if there was a God, I didn't want anything to do with them because Mm -hmm. what kind of a God allows you to have that kind of life, you know? But I didn't understand free will. I didn't understand, it was the choices that my mother made, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. My mom also drank. I didn't know she drank because, I didn't
0: realize it, but um, she was a water bottle drinker. <laughs> She's the one that put, you know, the wine yeah. in the water bottle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, closet yes. drinker.
1: Well, but yeah. um, I think she probably was the first person to offer me alcohol because, well, first of all, she thought I was getting fat. So she took me to the doctor down the street to give me diet pills. <laughs> and then i couldn't sleep at night i'm in high school and i'm like wide awake and wired and she's like you know here this will help you sleep so thus began my journey with wine to help me relax and go to sleep but um you also said which i didn't know when you did you told our shared with your testimony your mom passed away
2: yes yeah i lost my mom to addiction um she overdosed she was being prescribed fentanyl Mm. and fentanyl patches so that mixed with the other medications that she was taking um, you know she went to bed one night and she just didn't wake up you know so I was in my early 20s wow
0: so like with Brandon and yes I was already with
2: Brandon um we yes we were married I started that was kind of when we started sinking back into that life. Oh wow! Mm. You know, um, Christ I was uh, I had just had Christina when my mom passed away.
0: Wow! So and did she's that, like, nine now. Scare you back into? Or, you I would think I mean, so. You would yeah. think
2: that would have scared me back into sobriety, but it, it didn't. You know, that kind of plot. I was like, right into. I started taking pills at that point because. Okay. So that's when. Um, we started using again was Brandon, he got prescribed painkillers, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah. you know, the pandemic, the narcotic yeah. pandemic, yeah. where the doctors, yeah. they were like, oh, you got a headache, here's Percocet. Yeah, you so know, real. so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was like, they were giving Jeez. you painkillers, Vicodin and Percocet for anything. Yeah. Well, he had burnt his ankle when he was working and they gave him Percocet mm. and he was on it for months. Sure. So I started taking a couple, yeah. you know, and, um, before you know it, we were we were all in and we started uh, when we couldn't find the painkillers, we were we were doing meth, we were doing heroin mm-hmm. yeah. and at that point our bodies were physically addicted. Um, yeah. Yeah. so, you know, there's not really much you can do at that point. You're you're dope sick. And it says in First, First Timothy 5, 6, but she who lives in a state of pleasure is dead already. Wow, you know, man. and that's what it's like when you're completely consumed by that addiction, yeah. you're, you're spiritually dead. Yeah. So you're literally like a zombie walking the earth. Um, wow. But I tried AA, I tried NA, um, rehabs, yeah, everything that the world had to offer. And you mm-hmm. know, none of it, I couldn't find freedom in any of it. Some things would help for a while. But, you know, it was like, I'd always fall back into that pit of addiction Mm -hmm. and- um,
1: But you didn't, you weren't going to church or anything yet? No,
2: I wasn't going to church. You know, once again, God had no place in my life. Um, Brandon had had a supernatural encounter with God as a child, Mm -hmm. my husband, and he always told me that there was a real God out there and that, Mm -hmm. you know, and that he was a God that would heal you and deliver you and set you free, but I didn't have any experience with that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Well, we ended up both getting arrested September, 2019. Oh, gee. And um, our kids were placed in foster care. They were already in foster care how at this many, point. How
0: many
2: children? Um, we had three children at that point. Wow.
1: wow.
2: Um, That's so hard. they Yeah, yeah. It, it was really hard. They were placed in foster care, and you would think that that would be, like, the end-all be-all, like, I'm done.
0: The rock bottom. Yes,
2: yeah, and, like, I, you know, once again, crossing that line that I drew, because I was in foster care as a child, Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't. It Actually, it sent me over the edge, you know, because it's like you don't have them there. Like, they're the only thing you're you're hanging on to, to you know, and then when you lose them, it's like... you just lose everything, so. Yeah. Um, God intervened. September 2019, we both got arrested. Um, we both went to jail. I was in jail longer. I was in jail for three months, and then sent to rehab. Mm. Brandon had went to his sister's house, which is where our kids were placed in custody, thank God. Um, yeah. And she allowed him to stay there, and me also, when I left rehab. When I was in rehab, something started changing, like I started feeling God draw me. Mm. You know, in that Mm -hmm. scripture where it says that, when Jesus says, no one comes unto me unless the Father draws him. You know, it's like I felt that drawing happening when I was in um, rehab and I started crying out to God and you know, I'm like, I was like, there's gotta be something more. So, um, I left rehab, I was able to stay clean long enough for us to get into a good church and, um, Brandon got the baptism of the Holy Spirit first, mm-hmm. so he got totally mm-hmm. set free. Wow. Okay, Praise he was God. still drinking, he was still chewing tobacco and smoking cigarettes. Like we walked out of church that day, and he was like, "I'm done. Wow. I'm wow. done with everything." <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> yeah, and That's you know, awesome. it's That's like the miracle. joy of the Lord was just all over him. You know, yeah. and I was still in bondage. You're you know, like.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 no i that was, was so like good. i was like
2: angry i was like why are you so happy i'm not i, I'm not I wasn't there it. yet i wasn't there yet yeah. i was still but you
0: saw it was real you yes it. yes and I'm, it. I'm
2: like i wanted that so yeah. bad yeah. you know so um we a week later i followed you know god the lord touched me mm-hmm. completely like a I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I wasn't, I wouldn't say it was as dramatic as His, but Mm -hmm. slowly and surely, like God started removing all those things for me. You know, it says that He purifies us, you know, He refines us, and it's a process. It really is. Yeah, it is. But one day, like I just, I woke up one day and I remember like thinking, I'm free. Like I'm completely free. I felt it. Yes, I felt it. And like in that time from, getting the baptism and God touching me to, um, to when I realized I was free. I was just, I was spending time in the word. You know, I was praying in the spirit. I was doing whatever I could do to cry out to God. Um, and it was just, it was completely supernatural.
0: Mom, yeah, it really was. I, I think know. that's so powerful because I think a lot of people wanna hear that it's, you know, like that. Yeah. And it can be, right? Yeah, but yes. like the fact that you were still probably feeling stuck, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or even but crying out in that low point yes. is really powerful because yes. I think um, instinctively and you know, it, it, there's pe- like scripture, people try to hide, right? And yeah. you can't hide from God. Like, oh, oh we're yeah. so ashamed. We don't want yeah. you to see us like this. Like he sees it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's really beautiful that you were able to still cry out and let him refine you as uncomfortable yes. as I'm sure that yes. was. <laughs> it was, it's
3: never comfortable going through that process.
0: No. Yeah, no. And
3: sometimes I think it is that pride that we have because having an alcoholic family member, I can do it myself, I've got this, whatever. And that's where like the AA meetings and a lot of them don't pa- go past that threshold. It's all like trying to get out of it yourself, but you yes. you need God, you have to have that, the Lord to step in and help you, you know, but it's you being willing to say, God, I need you. right? Yes. And and sometimes in that pride in that moment of going through that process, a lot of people don't reach out to God. They yeah. That pride swells up and it just yes. says, I can do it myself and yeah. yet, We can't. We we, we can only do things through Christ. That's it. You know, he's the only one that can redeem us. I think
0: Christ is the key word too, because I know a lot of the, And in AA, right, it can be your higher power. So they welcome all walks and that's great, right? Except for the fact that if you're not calling on Jesus Christ, then you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah, I mean, if you're
2: letting a tree be
0: your higher power, they (laughs) literally say that, you know, the moon, a tree, whatever, just find a higher power. That's all they tell you. In rehab, it's all about spirituality and because I have been (laughs) through rehab and I was a single mom that was addicted and I know that that kid was my anchor. Like I would show up. Even if it meant I was up for two days or all night long to walk him to school or whatever, God forbid, you know, in whatever state I was in, because he and I used to inadvertently refer to him as my little savior. And that was idolatry. And I've had to repent, you know, and and go through prayer resolution, which is a form of healing, right? Through prayer. Um, But I really, I can relate to so many points in your story. But this is Mm. about you not me. Oh no, I didn't even know that you
2: you had a background or any testimony.
0: It started, like you said, dabbling, you know, it was weed and I lived on South Beach and then weed became like drinking and then the cocaine in the clubs and then Coke became like a monster real quick because you can't just dabble, like you said. Mm -hmm. gateways you yeah. know um, yeah. weed is a really scary gateway and now that it's becoming mm-hmm. legalized yes. like almost yeah. even here oh Everywhere, the, the deal everywhere. is like you know you don't just end up doing a little bit of weed like it, no. it's never it, that's no. not the and story that's, yeah that's right I, I, I try mean, and tell, tell people, my kids my kids, like, because if that's where it ended then you know what like but it doesn't yeah. you just also don't do a little bit of Percocet yeah no. you know, no. know <laughs> what I mean yeah. yeah and it's like well it's just why you heal okay tell that to the guy that you know yeah yeah no it's absolutely true I've had
1: that same conversation with about wine because wine's in the bible and yeah and, but some people can have a glass of wine yeah if you're an addict if yeah. you have that kind of i don't know if there's a separate gene or something but it's in our family yeah. history if yeah. i have a little bit i want more and yeah. the whole bottle isn't even enough. And I was drinking it out of those boxes yeah. and I didn't even feel drunk. I mean, yeah. like I would drink that whole, and my I'm falling down drunk. My kids are like, mom, what's wrong with you? Alcohol
0: yeah. is a tricky one, right? Um, because I guess there are some people that are normal in it, but if yeah. you've ever dabbled in addiction of any type, yeah. you can't and why or whatever. Right. It just no. kind of follows. And I think yep. it's a spirit, right? Because yeah. it, it, it has to yeah. be. Is. Um, and absolutely. some people just aren't a familiar with it. That's not a familiar spirit for them. Thank right. God, yeah. if it's in your general generations right and that's where that bloodline thing comes scripturally like then that's a familiar spirit it's born into you like and, yes. and it can be broken in the name of jesus right. but if you don't know jesus yes. and you are you know reaching to every other higher power or mm-hmm. whatever spiritual wellness retreat that the rehab sends you on yeah you're actually opening yourself up to more yeah. what does it say about the strong man he has a house right yeah. and if yes. you go in and you that's take right. the strong man yeah. out then his his house follows right yes. but if you let one back in, what happens? Oh, it yeah. brings the whole gang back, yeah. and yes. so That's I worse. think recovery is a billion dollar industry because oh of gosh. the fact that yeah. people don't understand you know if you're saved and you have the Holy Spirit, then they can't dwell with that exactly. Holy Spirit. you exactly. know exactly. Does it mean that if you're an alcoholic, you can't be a Christian? I don't I think so, know. but I do think, right that there is room for grace, right? And there's an abuse of grace. (laughs) And we can ride that wave and be like, I'm saved, so Christ, it's good, right? But you're living in a hell, like you said in Timothy. And when you're living in that life, is it even pleasurable because- It's not, it its not. pleasure. You're yeah. constantly chasing the next high and you're yes. waiting for the down and the yes. down is always worse than the high always. and it's longer than the yes. high yes. and it costs a lot of money to get out of yes. it. And then you just,
2: it's a cycle. Well, the wages of sin is death. Right. And it's to me, that's totally and completely spiritual death. Yeah. And like, I was just reading that scripture and that's what I was explaining to somebody is like, okay, if you're not full, of this, Mm -hmm. if you're not full of the Holy Spirit and like strengthening your spirit, renewing your spirit and your mind, then when those temptations come back, when those spirits come back because they do and it says that, you know, they go to and from, you know, seeking somewhere to rest and they always come back. And if you're not like full of your word and your spirit's not renewed and you're not spending that time in the word, then, you know, that temptation will overcome you. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes it a foothold.
0: That's why mm-hmm. it says, yeah. don't give the devil oh, even right. a foothold. Yes. Yeah. And it's the armor of God. I mean, yeah. yes. we talk about it a lot on here, but it's yeah. it's active. It's not it is. it's not passive, you know? Yeah. Yes. Wow, right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we know, got some so, things in common. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Um, that's but, a compliment, know. because <laughs> 10 years ago, you wouldn't know. Yeah. God yeah I had like, no idea all that, <laughs> well, right. that new
2: creation, right? Because we're new creations That's in right. Christ. I mean, the promise. Yeah. But um, this scripture has always been, you know, something that I stand on. So it's Deuteronomy 30, 19. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Mm-hmm. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. And that's what it comes down to, is making that choice. But it's a a constant choice that we have to make. Mm -hmm, You know, it's like I think a lot of people miss it because maybe they'll get saved or they'll get a touch from God. And He does set you free. Like, I'm free from... From any sort of cravings, depression, you know, anger, anxiety, everything that came mm-hmm. along with addiction, I'm free from that now. Amen. Mm-hmm. But it takes like a constant maintenance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we yeah. can't neglect the Lord. That's yeah. right. Really. And that's like a that's something that I really like. I try to express to anyone that's in you know, going through that cycle yeah. of recovery, you mm-hmm. know, if they're seeking the Lord, you know, you cannot neglect him. You cannot neglect the word because we have to make that choice daily to choose life and right. just completely surrender yourself over to him. it takes a
0: total and complete surrender.
2: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: amen. And yeah. I liked when you said, well, I did not like when you said that, your mom never abused you, but she yeah. was absent. And I was thinking, well, neglect can also be a form of abuse right and like talking about the abuse of grace so like just hiding those sins because they're forgiven and you know because you do believe right and that's all it says that it takes in order to be saved however saved in faith by grace right in faith so yes if you're saved by grace in faith Mm -hmm. do you want to abuse the very thing that's saving you and like if we're not seeking it and we're neglecting yeah. it, are we also there for abusing it? Sure, right? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Because yeah. if you seek, you will find, you know what I mean? But if you're just in the background, kind of like, well, God, I'll use it when I need it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get down to the, like yeah. I said, I have a family member at the very bottom. Well, why wouldn't you just stay in it when you don't need, it. you know, you're not yeah. there and yeah. stay in that place of seeking and keeping yourself in a good place. Because if you think at any point you get off on your own, you're like, I can do it. That's when Satan comes in and that's an open door, mm-hmm. you know, yes. that is a the foothold there yes. to say like, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. Like I've let this, I got it. You know, I've, <laughs> yeah, <all through> <laughs> I've yeah, gone. But <laughs> yeah. we all do that in some way. We think yeah, once we've conquered something, I, Pastor Frank has even said this on Sunday, it can't come back the same, but doesn't mean it won't come back around, mm-hmm. you yes. know? And we have to be yeah. on guard always to know that Satan, I know your tactics, it's yes. gonna try to come back and sway you or come on you, but you know,
0: and you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not doing this now. And a lot of it is the I in that, right? Like it's not, it was him. Like you said, like he, you felt that set free, but it also took your obedience. He didn't just like wash it out of you and your (laughs) sleep, right? You were just just like sleeping on your Bible. Like Lord, let this do the work for me. You did the work too. It was like a co-creative process, which is so much of how I feel like new creation living is, you know, and a lot of times we can rely on him because that's what a prayer is for it. and it's not just when you need it like yeah. you said don't just wait yeah, no, until yeah. you know you're falling like <laughs> yeah. praising yeah, in like, the highs and the lows yeah. but also waking up being willing to take those uncomfortable yes. steps yes. especially yes. in the refining process oh my yes, gosh <laughs> absolutely they say like gold because it burns <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes <laughs>
1: yes well you and your husband are an awesome couple for the Lord. It's so awesome to see you worshiping the Lord together and your beautiful family and you've added a few more. (laughs) Yeah,
2: God has completely restored everything. You know, we got all of our kids back. Like I said, it was a process, but um, God's seen us through the whole thing. We got our kids back and, you know, we have a home and Brennan's working and everything. I mean, we got our kids plus custody of um, our nieces, you know, so it's like God has restored everything Amen. and Amen. more. And know?
0: using you to serve in a place yes. where you were served. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow, yeah. the yeah. washing of the feet. <laughs> yes. yes. <Cool. laughs> Sorry, that vision just came <laughs> oh. to my head. Yeah. I don't know if that's prophetic yes. or not. But yeah, I know cool. that is because <laughs> yeah. I mean it's so beautiful. And if Jesus did it, you know, yeah, yeah. and so many times we're like, well, we don't want to humble ourselves to, to share a testimony like this because yeah. what if yeah. some like you didn't well, know, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't walk into church and yeah, and like yeah. right, they <laughs> are not still awake. <laughs> people don't, yeah,
2: people don't see that on no. us though. you, that's you the know, amazing part. Yeah. but yeah, because we've been made over new. All things have passed. Old things have passed the way all things Amen. are new right Sorry. so Amen. People don't see that on us now, but you know, it's like the depths that he's pulled me from. I have to share that. Yeah, you know, like uh, as far down as we were, um, you have to share what God's done for you. You know, because our testimony is so important. And I always like to compare it to the woman at the well, right? Mm -hmm. So she had that encounter with Jesus, and she went back and she told everyone. She's like, "Hey, listen, (laughs) this is what he. This is what he told me," and she testified of him. So that way there like, everyone then wanted to hear him, then they received him for yeah. themselves, right. you know? So our testimony and sharing it, it's just so important. So mm-hmm. every time
0: I've been asked, <laughs> I've yeah. said yes. Thank yeah. you, yeah. and I, yeah. also I love the story of the woman of because of who she yes. was in that right. society. Yes. Yeah. She was living in shame, like yes. she was there at high noon when all yes. the other women go early because she was yeah. trying to hide yes. from the women because they were like, here she is on yeah. her umpteenth <laughs> husband, <laughs> not even married yeah. to this one, yeah. and you yeah. know, Jesus was like, I know that yeah. i know mm-hmm. you i know who you're living like it's yeah. good yeah. she was like ah you love yes. me as i am <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> you know and i love the testimony part because saved by the blood of the lamb and the word yes the of word our of our testimony, testimony. Yes. Yes. yes amen if so we can't powerful. talk about god and
3: what he's done for us then really what good are what good are
0: we as vessels yes.
3: if we're not sharing how god's changed our yes. lives because let's be honest there's enough crap out there in the world right now of, oh, you can be changed in 90 days, this and oh that, gosh. whatever. And it's like, if we don't talk about God, right. then it makes it like, well, what do you have to offer me? Yeah. Right? You mm-hmm. know, no. we got to tell people about the Lord and what he's done in our lives on a personal level, because yes. everyone's going through something and more than not, you're going to meet someone. yes They're going through the same thing as you. If like yeah. you don't yes. open yep. your mouth, yeah. then they're isolated thinking that they're the only ones you know I think that's the biggest way Satan can keep people in shame you know yeah. cause there is no condemnation in Christ but no. you don't know that if you don't talk about where you've been right. and share so your cool. story yeah. you know yeah. oh. and it's like so much anymore you don't a lot of people
2: don't preach that Jesus is a healer that's right you know that yeah. he's a deliverer that's he right. came to set the captives free mm-hmm. that's right. you know and a lot of people are like well that's you know that's passed away. You know, the supernatural side of God. He is a God that's supernatural. That's right. And I don't think that a lot of people... I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, I knew what Brandon had told me, but you know, it, it's not talked about enough. Wow. Yeah. So that it's butter- <laughs> Yes. It's <laughs> yes. yes. in touch yes. heaven. It You're is. teaching <laughs> and
0: your your niece is in the um, teen program yes. and we're teaching on God's authority right now, yes. right? The power or the authority of the believer by Kenneth Hagin yes. was chosen and it's all about how Christ when he ascended yes. transferred to the right, like we are seated with him at the no. right at the throne of God and his authority which is yes. all of that resurrection, power, healing, Anoint, all that yeah, okay. is passed to his believers, the body of Christ. He's the yes. head but we're the body here on earth, you yeah. know? And so by by the devil, that's yeah. like his number one thing is he doesn't want us as believers. And that's what we're teaching the teens because we're believing if we can equip them now, right. yes. that by it's the so time so they clear. get to yeah. where we yeah. might've Amen. fallen into that the yes. dabbling, and the, they won't even go that way because yes. they're like, whoa, hold on. I have been appointed. I have the power to <laughs> resist yes. that. Yeah, and right. heal and, yes. and all the other things that it says that we can walk yes. in through Jesus Christ, right? That's right. Yes. Who made us his. I love that. And then Matthew 7, 5, because you brought up the condemnation part. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been mapping that verse for like (laughs) the past week, and it's the one where Jesus says and he's talking to his disciples and he's talking about it in chapter seven, all about judging, like when you should and when you should sure. not correct yeah. another person. And yeah. he doesn't tell us to correct non-believers, by the way, it says to correct believers, but it talks about taking the log out of your own yeah, eye first. So it's the whole so thing is favorite. Jesus yes. is like, listen, <laughs> I want you yeah. to assume that you have the fault that you're about to go correct that person That's for. Right. Mm. Slow down and just act as yeah. if you do. Now correct it, cause you do. Somewhere yes. in there you do. <laughs> yes. And then evaluate whether or not that person has the ears to hear and the yes, eyes to see because right. if they're going to react to you hostily, that's hostility, right. whatever the yeah. word is, yeah. they're yeah. going to be hostile, <laughs> yeah. then it's actually going to cause more harm and dissension in my body yes. than good. So yes. move on. Move and on. that's why it's yeah. that swine I was trampling. Just gonna say. You know? Yeah, don't catch We've program. been talking about Mom, that one and a lot. And yeah, so, yeah. like, so harshly, I <laughs> try yes. to curb my excited passion, which my yes. father, I get it from, <laughs> I think, because I we go on like these. Whoa! you so yeah. we get excited and we're in, like, we're in love with the idea of what we're trying to share, but I want it to come off as correction Loving. and love. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. don't assume just because we are living, and sometimes the best billboards for Christ are people that are open about their belief, yes. right? Yes. Telling people where their joy comes from, how they're yes. living, yeah. why they have such yes. a healthy family, yeah. why they aren't like falling yes. sick every time something <laughs> comes <laughs> around <laughs> twice yeah. a year. It, yeah. it doesn't happen to some <laughs> people. Yeah. That's right. Amazingly. I no wonder why. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. or they get healed when people come and pray for them or Mm -hmm. just all the things when we can just give the glory to God and keep living in that love wanting to share it with other people you know but also having that responsibility of sometimes giving the ounce of correction and it doesn't mean that you know everyone's gonna listen but I feel like mastering the art of giving it in love and I feel like testimonies are the number one way to do that that. because A you've been there you've done that I trust you like I trust your your experience you know and B like you want to share what saved you with me and it wants to save me back yes the answer is yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. yes so thank Um, you so much for being willing to to share this with us yeah and I'm grateful because it's another sister yeah I'm grateful to be able
2: to share, like I said, it's just so important to share our testimony because, like you said, I mean, if you've got a whole group of people talking to you but they've never been there, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you say this can happen, but I haven't seen it. Well, it's happened to yep. me, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs>